Hello, good morning. And joining me today is uh, Cheryl Thornton, who is a futurist, thought leader, community ambassador, social impact advisor, educator, board member, C-suite executive, and definitely a devoted wife and mother. Welcome, Cheryl, to our podcast at the HR Observer. Good morning, Omnia, and I'm absolutely delighted to be here today. Thank you for inviting me. Cheryl, I would like to ask you, uh, within your capacity now um, as an educator, what are we looking at in terms of the changes in how we should prepare people for the future? That's a great question, Omnia, and I think a lot of it is really influenced by the recent global pandemic. We're now coming out the other end. The world of work has certainly changed. Um, The landscape is quite different to what it was pre-COVID. Already, um, globalisation and technology had huge impacts on, you know, shaping what we're looking at. And I think now with uh, COVID uh, and the impact of COVID in the last three years, it's really changed the way that we approach work. I think what we're looking at now is more flexibility in the workplace, and flexibility is a very broad word. That could be in how we hire people or how we engage with them um, in terms of um, employment or whether that could be on a freelance or consulting basis. So certainly the gig economy is going to be um, a lot more than what we've seen in recent years. It's also about flexibility in terms of um, how people work in terms of shifting away from those sort of regular hours, nine to five, um, and becoming more work-life balanced. And certainly tied in with work-life balance is very much a focus on well-being, making sure that our people, um, their physical health, mental health, which is now being more and more openly talked about, financial health, social health and other healths are actually looked after and providing the various tools and platforms to be able to do that. So actually um, supporting all of these areas are going to be increasingly important for employers and in general working. Let's talk a little bit about risk-taking. Given that the gig economy is actually increasing, wouldn't that mean that more people become risk taker, risk takers? How are we going to ensure that this kind of skill is actually um, supported in the current status quo? In the status quo? Well, I think you know employers need to ensure that this current skill is supported in terms of the gig economy. I mean, we've already seen with COVID, a lot of people lost jobs or a lot of people thought, well, now's a great time to actually utilise my skills. I identified opportunities in the market in the last three years. So they decided to step away from a regular job and, and set up their own consulting or business. So organisations now really need to look at what is their workforce, their current workforce, what is their future workforce needs, and then what is in between? What are the gaps and what do they need to do to fill that? A big part is going to be the gig economy, bringing in individuals or groups of individuals to support certain projects or certain key requirements in an organisation that would be for a 
fixed period of time. So we're now seeing more and more Omnia, the fixed term contract, the temporary contract, the consulting contract that really didn't exist. And with the changes in the UAE labour law, that's certainly going to help facilitate um, companies, you know, reaching out more and more um, and engaging with the gig economy. So in terms of risk, I think anything is a risk when you hire anyone. But I think the labour law, the new labour law, is certainly going to support that risk. And then companies just need to think about what are their needs and then how do they engage um, with the gig economy and what's going to work for both parties. And I think that's really important. Right. What about the people? I think there is a lot of, I mean, there were a lot of tensions before it comes to gig economy and ensuring that there is a proper retirement plan, there is a proper, um, even a proper financial system to support such employees. I wonder if, if, we're, if we're looking at in the future, and we're not even looking at far in the future, in the near future, more and more people will be taking on consultancy jobs. I wonder if that changes a lot within the system of how, in general, everyone operates. And will that drive more people to become, as some call, free birds and just taking one job from, an, from a company to another? Yes, it certainly will, Omnia. I mean, again, I go back to the changes in the UAE law, the changes um, which include around visas and, you know, opportunities to work here. More and more now you can have a different format of how you're able to work and participate in the UAE economy. The remote visa is readily available and you don't even need to be in country in the UAE to actually avail that remote visa. So, again, it comes back to that key word of flexibility, and I think governments, and particularly the UAE government, is recognising that as well, that they have to set up an infrastructure with systems and processes that will support this gig economy. In turn, then organisations and, and, you know, employers need to consider how do they utilise that infrastructure and then how do they build their own internal infrastructure now, we know um, generally, you know, historically, if you wanted to work here, um, you know, you had to be sponsored by an employer if you were an expatriate. Um, and with that came a visa and a medical. So that traditional way of working is certainly changing. Access to having medical um, is becoming a lot more affordable, particularly if you have to, you know, put your hands in your own pockets to pay for it. Um, and we're seeing more and more, particularly for the community, but also for our Emirati colleagues, more and more emphasis is being placed on retirement and retirement planning and managing your money, financial health, um, organisations who are embracing um, employee assistance programs and other wellbeing programs. One area is also around your financial um, wellbeing you know, making sure that your, your people are taken care of. So we're seeing now a lot more readily available um, offerings that are not just to corporates as they were historically, but particularly around the medical insurance and particularly around having that safety net of, you know, if you're going to be your own consultant and self-employed, then you're not going to have that gratuity at the end of a, a fixed-term contract. So what is that safety net? And, and more and more we're seeing financial and retirement planning um, being promoted here in the market for people like us on there. 
Great, thank you. Um, Cheryl, I would like to divert from this conversation and ask you a little bit about one of your titles, which is people services. And I, I wonder, how is that different from traditional HR? Okay, well, uh, that's a role that I held um, for a couple of years and it went beyond HR. It actually encompassed everything that involved people, whether internal or external to the organisation. So my remit there did include HR or people and cultures, we preferred to call it. Um, it also included things like marketing communications, which was internal and external as well. Um, it had procurement, IT um, it was a very wide and broad remit because a lot of that impacts on people on there. And I think we forget sometimes that, you know, to some extent, everyone um, is, you know, regarded as a person or, or people of the organisation, whether they're employed through the organisation or not. Um, and everyone's also a customer as well. And I think that's very important to remember. We have internal customers and we have external customers. So the focus now is more on people. It's not just about a label or paying lip service to it. It's very much about how do we build relationships? How do we communicate in a way that's effective and has a positive impact? How do we look after each other? And have you know that healthy business relationship, but also in terms of our you know our people and our customers' well-being. So talking about people services, or some organisations might call it people shared services. Um, you know the, that that label is being you know tossed around quite a bit. It's uh, really important to remember that every organisation's greatest asset is people. And it's not just the people that you employ, it's all your other external stakeholders, partners, suppliers, um, customers, um, and so forth. So that's what my remit was very much about on there. It was very focused on people internal and external to the organisation. Right. Thank you for just uh, The reason why I asked is I wanted us to incorporate both subjects and just think of how can organisations make sure that they can include gig economy um, consultants, gig economy uh, workforce, and their own together. Um, and by their own, I meant people who are full-time employed to actually be able to move forward. Yeah, that's a, that's a really critical question, Omnia. Obviously, there needs to be an integration of workforce. I mean, as we've traditionally experienced it, a consultant comes in, they're often viewed as an external party. Um, they, they do their assignment or project they've been engaged to do and then they leave. But more and more now, we're actually seeing the gig economy and consultants become regulars, you know, to almost be as if they're one of our workforce. So... Companies now need to look at how do we not only engage with the gig workforce, but also how do we integrate them into our organisations? Because the gig workforce might not necessarily be a one-off. You know, more and more we're seeing the gig workforce as being repeat or returning um, to many organisations. And even if they do come in to do a, a one-off assignment, how do we ensure that they're integrated in everything that happens in the organisation. They understand the DNA of the organisation. They understand the culture of the organisation, um, the norms and other things that are not necessarily written down um, in policies or SOPs or, you know, in a vision statement. 
So it's really important to focus on how do we engage with the gig workforce in terms of espousing the values of the organisation and, and, you know, aligning the gig workforce with the vision, um, with the behaviours, with the culture of, of the company. And I think that's really important. So the focus shouldn't just be on the on technical skills. It should also look at um, cultural and values alignment as well with any organisation when you're looking to hire consultants, and that's really important. Cheryl, thank you so much for this. Is there any final thoughts that you would like to include um, on, you know, the future when it comes to workforce? Yeah, look, the future of work is, you know, it's already here. And if you're not prepared, you know, you need to start preparing. It's very much about considering the key um, impacts or or things that impact on an organisation and make sure that you understand where you are at and where do you want to be and that you start planning. Okay, so the future workforce, you have to start planning now. And even when you get that future workforce in a year or three years or five years' time, you're always looking for the next future workforce. So it's always to understand, you know, what are the trends, what's happening in the markets, understanding your industry, understanding um, how people want to work. You know, we're now seeing more and more millennials in the workforce understanding that how they want to work is actually quite different to the baby boomers, many of whom are retired or about to retire, um, or Gen X, so, you know, and Gen Y. So we really need to start considering intergenerational workforces and understanding that it's not one size fits all. It's understanding how do you customise your offering, your people offering, that is, um, for the workforce of the future. Thank you very much, Cheryl. It was a pleasure speaking to you today and have a lovely day ahead. Thank you, Omnia. It was great to be here and you have a great day too. Thank you.